herpes virus capsid assembly and DNA packaging. A review. Jason Hemming, James Conway and Fred Homer. From University of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Advances in Anatomy, Embryology and Cell Biology, 2017. Abstract. Herpes simplex virus type 1, HSV1, is the causative agent of several pathologies ranging in severity from the common cold sore to life-threatening encephalitic infection. During productive lytic infection, over 80 viral proteins are expressed in a highly regulated manner, resulting in the replication of viral genomes and assembly of progeny variants. The variant of all herpes viruses consists of an external membrane envelope, a proteinaceous layer called the tegument, and an icosahedral capsid containing the double-stranded linear DNA genome. The capsid shell of an herpes simplex virus type 1 is built from four structural proteins, a major capsid protein, VP5, which forms the capsomers, hexons and pentons, the triplex consisting of VP19C and VP23 found between the capsomers and VP26 which binds to VP5 and exonons but not pentons. In addition, the dodecameric PUL6 portal complex occupies one of the 12 capsid vertices and the capsid vertex specific component CVSC a heterotrimer complex of PUL17, PUL25 and PUL36 binds specifically to the triplexes adjacent to each penton. The capsid is assembled in the nucleus where the viral genome is packaged into newly assembled closed capsid shells. Cleavage and packaging of replicated concatemeric viral DNA requires the seven viral proteins encoded by the UL6, UL15, UL17, UL25, UL28, UL32 and UL33 genes. Considerable advances have been made in understanding the structure of the herpes virus capsid and the function of several of the DNA packaging proteins by applying biochemical, genetic and structural techniques. This review is a summary of recent advances with respect to the structure of the HSV1 virion capsid and what is known both the function of the seven packaging proteins and the interaction with each other and with the capsid shell. The herpes virus variant. The major HSV1 variant is pleomorphic but largely spherical with an average diameter of 186 nanometer and the base of the envelope that extend to approximately 225 nm when the glycoprotein spikes are included. Like all members of herpes viride, the HSV1 herpes simplex virus 1 variant is composed of four main architectural features envelope, tegument, capsid and the viral genome. The outer envelope is arranged 
as a lipid bilayer containing multiple copies of approximately 11 viral glycoproteins that protrude externally and a small number of intrinsic membrane proteins. The envelope is obtained from the host cell and possesses lipid content similar to that found in the cellular cytoplasmic membrane. The viral tegument layer is located in the space between the envelope and capsid and occupies approximately two-thirds of the volume within the viron. Cryo-electron tomography of the HSV1 viron revealed that the tegument is polar in the structure, where at one side the viron there is approximately 35 nanometer tegument between the envelope and the capsid and at the opposite side the capsid resides in close proximity to the envelope. The study also showed that the argument substructure was particulate in appearance and contained short-acting like filaments. The tegument is largely proteinosious, containing multiple copies of approximately 23 viral proteins, but has also been shown to contain viral and cellular gene transcripts. Mass spectroscopy analysis of purified virons has also identified several cellular proteins that may be tegument components. However, these results are yet to be verified. The structure of the HSV1 capsid has been described in great detail only to numerous studies utilizing cryo-electron microscopy cryo-EM, and three-dimensional image reconstruction of isolated capsid. The capsid is 125 nanometer in diameter, which its component proteins positioned on a T equals 16 icosahedral lattice. Each capsid is composed of 161 major structural protein subunits, termed capsomers, which can be divided more specifically into the 150 hexons that constitute the edges and faces of the icosahedron and 11 pentons that reside at all but on vertex of the capsid. Respectively, the pentamers and hexamers are composed of 5 and 6 copies of the major capsid protein, VP5. The unique capsid vertex not occupied by a VP5 pentamer is the side of the portal complex through which DNA enters and exits the capsid. The portal is cylindrical in geometry and composed of 12 copies of PUL6, positioned at the tip of each VP5 protein of every capsid hexamer is one copy of the VP26 protein, which totals 900 copies per capsid. Located just above the capsid floor at positions of threefold capsomer symmetry is the triplex complex which functions in linking capsomers during capsid formation. There are 320 triplexes per capsid and each is composed of one subunit of VP19C and two subunits of VP23. Cryo-EM studies have determined the presence of an additional capsid component that binds specifically to the triplex adjacent to pentons termed the capsid vertex specific component CVSC. Each CVSC is a heterotrimer 
of the UL17, UL25 and UL36 proteins. And one function of the CVSC is to stabilize the capsid during and after completion of DNA packaging. One final capsid component is the VP24 protease, which cleaves the scaffolding proteins during capsid maturation. However, the precise location and function of this protein within virions is not yet known. Cryo-EM analysis of purified HSV variants suggests that the packaged DNA resides in a liquid crystalline state as a toroid or spore structure, with strands spaced approximately 2.6 nanometer apart. The HSV1 genome has been sequenced and totals 152,261 base pair, with a GC content of 68.3%. The viral genome consists of a currently linked long and short regions of unique viral sequences, UL and US respectively, that are both flanked by repeated sequences. The UL component is backed by inverted copies of the B sequence, which differ in size and sequence arrangement from inverted copies of the C sequence that flanked the US component. Repeated A sequences are located at the termini of both the UL and US components and at the ejection between both components and vary in orientation and copy number depending on their position in the genome. The A sequences are highly conserved and mediate the cleavage and packaging of viral DNA. HSV1 DNA replication produced branched head-to-tail concatenators of viral genomes that must be cleaved and packaged into a capsid as individual unit-length monomers. The specific signals for DNA cleavage are located within the repeated A sequences, which contain all of the necessary cis acting sequences for genome maturation. The viral A sequences are located within the inverted repeats that flank the UL and US segments of the viral genome. The UL component is flanked by the repeats AB and B'A', while the US component is flanked by A', C', and CA. The number of A sequence repeats located at the UL terminus and at the junction between the UL and US sequence vary, while there is a only one A sequence at the termini of the US segment. The A sequences are highly conserved in structure but contains many variably repeated elements. Each A sequence consists of directly repeated elements, DR1, at each end that flank unique sequence stretches, UB and UC. Located between the unique sequences are two additional directly repeated elements, DR2 and DR4, that vary widely in the number of copies per A sequence. Due to the variation in copy number of the DR2 and DR4 elements, the size of each A sequence can vary from approximately 465-550 base pair 
a regions of the genome containing multiple A sequences. Adjacent A sequences share the intervening DR1 element. The cheese acting signals for DNA cleavage have been mapped to specific domains termed PAC1 and PAC2 located within the UB and UC sequences respectively. The PAC1 domain is characterized by two stretches of 5-8 G's nucleotides that are separated by a 3-7 nucleotide T-rich region, while PAC2 contains a conserved CGCCGCG motif near a run of 5 to 10 T nucleotides. Cleavage of the double-strand DNA occurs at the defined distance from both the PAC1 and PAC2 elements, making a site-specific cut within DR1. However, it is important to note that although DR1 contains the site of cleavage, this specific sequence is not required, only the defined distance from either PAC element. Replication of the viral genome produces concatomers where only the UL terminus is exposed. DNA packaging initiates at the UL terminus and completes at the US terminus, and in vitro uncoating assays have demonstrated that the US terminus exists the capsid first. Following this model, it is thought that the initial cleavage of the concatomers is directed by PAC2, resulting in a trunked DR1 element of 18 base pairs with a 3' G nucleotide extension within the terminal A sequence at the UL end of the genome. During subsequent rounds of infection, the DR1 overhangs allow the circulation of the viral genome for replication. Capsid assembly. During HSV1 lytic infection, four types of capsid are formed within the infected cell nucleus. Procapsids are a fragile precursor form of the more stable A, B, and C capsids. Each capsid type possesses a distinct morphology when viewed by EM, and the A, B, and C capsids can be separated relatively to each other by sucrose density gradient ultracentrification. The four capsid types share a similar shell structure but differ in the mirror proteins of the capsid exterior and in contents of the capsid cavity. Procapsids represent the first completed enclosed structures formed during the capsid assembly process and possesses an outer shell that is porous and largely spherical in shape. Procapsids are a precursor form of the other capsid types and have the potential to mature into a more argulized form, packed DNA and assembly into infection virions. A capsids are essentially hollow, containing very little DNA or protein content within the capsid's cavity and are thought to form a result of unsuccessful DNA packaging. The cavity of B capsids possesses a core largely composed of VP22A, the cleaved form of the scaffolding protein and considerably lower amounts of the UL26 gene products.
VP21 and VP24. B capsids are angularized and thought to mature without even encountering the DNA encapsulation machinery. C capsids represent the products of successful DNA packaging events and contain a single complete HSV1 genome. C-capsids can exit the nucleus for further assembly into infectious virions and are similar, if not identical, to the capsids found within major virions. Each of the four capsid types are assembled in varying quantities during wild-type HSV1 infection, but a specific capsid form will accumulate to higher levels within the infected cell nucleus if a virus fails to express one or more of the capsid proteins. Studies with these mutants allowed for the isolation in relatively large quantities of the individual capsid types, which has proven invaluable for the determination of capsid structure and the elucidation of the capsid assembly process. In vitro assembly assays utilizing HSV1 capsid proteins expressed by recombinant baculoviruses have been critical towards unrelieving the mechanism of capsid formation. Using an in vitro assembly system, it was determined that VP5, VP19C, VP23 and either pre-VP22A or the maturational protease UL26 gene product were the minimum protein required for the formation of morphologically normal capsids. The in vitro system also identified the formation of intermediate or partially procapsid structures during assembly and identified that HSV1 utilizes a procapsid structure that is similar to the empty proheads seen during double strand DNA bacteriophage assembly. Recent studies demonstrate that the initial complex or protoma that is used in assembly for the procapsid consists of one triplex surrounded by three major capsid proteins and the closed T equals 16 procapsid shell is built from 320 copies of the protoma. The interaction of the protomas is likely to be guided by the scaffold proteins building to the major capsid protein. The PUL17 and PUL25 CVSC proteins, along with the packaging proteins PUL15 and PUL28 and PUL33, have been detected on procapsids, suggesting they assemble onto the capsid before the start of DNA encapsidation. At the time point before, or coinciding with, DNA packaging, the scaffold is cleaved from the procapsid interior, resulting in the angularization of the spherical procapsid shell to a major icosahedral form. Procapsids that proceed through this structure transformation without encountering the DNA packaging machinery form the B capsids. DNA packaging results in the explosion of the cleavage scaffolding proteins from the capsid cavity. However, the cleaved VP24 protease remains within the capsid, although its function after scaffold cleavage that DNA encapsidation is not known.
Capsids that have initiated DNA packaging but are unstable or abort the packaging process early release the viral DNA resulting in the empty A capsid. Stable capsids containing a complete viral genome represent the C capsids that can ingress from the nucleus and assemble into major virons. DNA packaging Studies utilizing HSV1 mutants encoding temperature sensitive or null mutations have revealed that successful encapsulation of HSV1 DNA requires the protein products of seven viral genes UL6, UL15, UL17, UL25, UL28, UL32, UL33. Six of these proteins are required for viral DNA cleavage. PUL6, PUL15, PUL17, PUL28, PUL32, PUL33. And when even one is missing or non-functional, concatimeric DNA in big capsids accumulate within the infected cell nucleus. In the absence of a functional PUL25, cleaved viral genomes and A capsids accumulate within the infected cell nucleus, indicating a defect in packaging. With the exception of PUL32, each of the essential cleavage and packaging proteins have been identified as minor components of the HSV1 capsid and interact in varying amounts with each capsid type. Proposed functions for each protein have been ascribed based upon analogy with essential DNA encapsidation proteins utilized by double-strand DNA bacteriophage. More recently, the rules of several of the essential HSV1 cleavage and packaging proteins have been better defined using genetic and biochemical methods along with electron microscopy. The following sections will detail the current state of knowledge regarding the 7-HSV1 cleavage and packaging proteins and their proposed role in producing a stable DNA-containing capsid. PUL6 Twelve copies of PUL6 form the ring-like portal structure through which viral DNA enters and exits the capsid. This observation was initially determined from immunoelectron microscopy analysis of portal structures from isolated capsids, and EM examination of portal structures formed in vitro using soluble PUL6 monomers purified from recombinant baculovirus infected cells. The formation of stable port ring structures has been shown to require a putative leucine zipper domain within UL6 and disulfide bond formation between PUL6 monomers. EM analysis has determined that the HSV1 portal structure is similar to the portals of double-strand DNA bacteriophage and that it resides at a single unique capsid vertex. In vitro capsid assembly assays revealed that PUL6 interacts directly with the pre-VP22A scaffold protein, and further studies using relation mutates determined that amino acids 143-151 of the scaffold are required for this interaction. The in vitro capsid assembly assays 
also demonstrated that not only is the scaffold portal interaction required for portal configuration, but the portal proteins must be present when capsid assembly initiates in order to be incorporated into the capsid. These results suggest that capsid assembly initiates around the portal and that a regulatory mechanism must be in place to ensure that each capsid contains only one portal. PUL32 Although the UL32 protein is essential for cleavage and packaging, its role during this process is largely unknown. PUL32 is the only one of the seven cleavage packaging proteins that has not been found to associate with capsids. The UL32 protein is a cysteine-rich zinc-binding protein that accumulates in both the cytoplasm and nucleus of infected cells. In the absence of PUL32, capsids do not accumulate within replication compartments, but in perinuclear regions near the nuclear membrane, possibly suggesting a role in the transport of assembled capsids to sites for DNA encapsidation. PUL32 contains CXXC motifs that when mutated alter the disulfide bond pro profiles of several of the capsid and cleavage packaging proteins suggesting that PUL32 may be critical for regulating disulfide bond formation during procapsid assembly, maturation and DNA packaging. Terminase complex PUL15, PUL28, PUL33 Initial evidence suggesting an interaction between HSV1, PUL28 and PUL15 came from studies using closely related herpes virus, Pseudorabis virus, PRV. Working with cell lines stably expressing the PRV UL28 proteins, it was demonstrated that PUL28 was predominantly cytoplasmic in the absence of other PRV proteins, but entered the nucleus upon PRV infection. The interaction of PUL15 and PUL28 in HSV1 infected cells was demonstrated by ion exchange and DNA affinity chromatography of infected cell lysates followed by sucrose gradient centrifugation of the purified proteins. Humanoblotting of gradient fractions for PUL15 and PUL28 revealed that both proteins co-immigrated through the gradient as a one-to-one -one heterodimeric complex. Additional studies have corroborated the interaction between HSV1, PUL15, PUL28 and PUL33 using a variety of methods including immunofluorescence assay to determine protein localization and co-immunoprecipitation experiments using either proteins expressed from recombinant baculoviruses within infected insect cells or proteins from HSV1 infected cells. Further confirmation has come from the observed interaction between homologous of HSV1, PUL15, PUL28 and PUL33 in varicella zoster virus, VZV, HCMV, 
demonst and PRV, demonstrating the level of conservation of these genes and implied importance during infection. The PUL15, PUL28, PUL33 protein complex is essential for virus replication. Studies with PUL28 mutant reveal that PUL15 and PUL33 interact indirectly via their binding with the C-terminus of PUL28. Specifically, the C-terminal 44 amino acids of PUL28 appear essential for the interaction of PUL28 with both PUL15 and PUL33. Mutational analysis of the UL33 gene has also suggested that amino acids 5174 of PUL33 mediate the interaction with PUL28, while residues with the C-terminus of PUL15 may be required for interaction with PUL28. The terminase complex was isolated from HSV1-infected cells by tandem affinity purification TAP using recombinant viruses expressing a full-length or a C-terminally chunked NTAP UL28 fusion protein. TAP or PUL28 from infected cells, followed by silver staining, western blotting and mass spectroscopy, identified the PUL15, PUL28 and PUL33 subunits, while TAP of the PUL28C terminal truncated mutant confirmed previous findings that the C-terminus of PUL28 is required for PUL28 interaction with PUL33 and PUL15. Analysis of the oligomeric state of the purified complexes by sucrose density gradient ultracidification revealed that the three proteins formed a complex with a molecular mass that is consistent with the formation of a PUL15, PUL28, PUL33 heterodotrimer. The lack of an HSV1 in vitro packaging assay has limited the direct biochemical analysis of the terminase. However, genetic experiments utilizing temperature-sensitive mutants or viruses bearing dilations or insertions have identified several critical domains within the individual terminase subunits that are essential for complex formation and function. These studies have also been aided greatly by the high degree of sequence conservation between the terminase proteins of the herpes viruses. UL15 is the most highly conserved gene within the family herpes viridae and contains several proteins domains that are proposed or have been demonstrated to be critical for the cleavage and packaging of viral DNA. The UL15 protein is relatively unique within HSV1 in that it's expressed from a spliced transcript. The N-terminal region of PUL15 contains conserved amino acid motifs, such as vocal A and B boxes. They are typically found in proteins that metabolize ATP, before implicating this region of PUL15 as the motor for the translocation of DNA into capsid during packaging. A recombinant HSV1 encoding a point mutation 
of the conserved glycine residue G263A within the Walker box A box was shown to be deficient in cleavage and packaging. Nadal and others, and Selvarajan, Sigamani and others have purified a soluble fragment of the C-terminal regions of the human cytomegalovirus. PUL89 and HSV PUL15 respectively. The crystal structure of both proteins show a fold resembling those of RNAs H-integrase like enzymes with an active site clustered with acidic amino acids most likely required for the metal ion mediated catalytic activity of both proteins. In addition, mutational studies revealed that the three acidic residues D509, E581 and D707 that formed the concert tried in the UL15 nuclease domain were found to be essential for viral replication. Interestingly, an HSV1 mutant virus with a deletion that removes PUL15 amino acids 400-420, which are located in a position between the proposed ATPAs and nuclease domains, showed only a slight defect in DNA cleavage, but DNA packaging efficiently was drastically reduced. Taken together, these findings suggest that the DNA translocation and terminus and DNA cleavage C-terminus functions of PUL15 reside in separate domains of the protein. The UL28 protein and its human cytomegalovirus homologue PUL56 have been implicated as the DNA binding subunits of the terminase complex. The UL28 protein has been shown to bind specific HSV1 DNA sequences that are required for cleavage and packaging, and this function has also been observed with the human cytomegalovirus PUL56. Studies using purified PUL28 expressed in bacterial cells demonstrated that PUL28 interacted with one strand of the PEC1 motif, suggesting that during packaging viral DNA may adopt novel structures and extrude single-stranded regions that are recognized by PUL28. Studies performed with the purified human cytomegalovirus PUL56 have also demonstrated an interaction with human cytomegalovirus PEC1 sequences. Highly conserved domain of PUL28 resembling a putative zinc finger motif is found in a number of herpes viruses PUL28 homologs. This domain is critical for proper terminase function as a recombinant virus encoding a deletion for the putative PUL28 metal binding domain fails to replicate due to the absence of DNA cleavage and packaging. PUL28 amino acids C197, C200, C223 and H225 are conserved and mostly likely correspond to the metal coordinating amino acids within the zinger finger motif predicted for this region of PUL28. Alanine substitution 
of any of the four conserved amino acids were found to block cleavage and packaging. The importance of this region for human cytomegalovirus replication was demonstrated with mutants that were resistant to the DNA cleavage inhibitors BDCRB and TCRB. Amino acids changes within the conserved metal binding domain region were found to confer resistance to these drugs. The role of PUL33 in terminus complex formation and its function in the cleavage and packaging reaction is unknown. It's interesting to speculate why HSV1 would utilize a 3 subunit terminase complex when most of the well-studied double-strand DNA bacteriophage terminases consist of only two subunits. Studies clearly indicate that the interaction between PUL33 and PUL28 is critical for proper terminase function. Genetic experiments have identified two regions of PUL33 and are essential for terminase function. Viruses including temperature-sensitive or insertion mutants clustered near the center of the protein precluded the interaction with PUL28, while mutations at the C-terminus allowed complex formation, but in both cases the mutants were deficient in the cleavage and packaging of viral DNA. In a genome-wide yeast 2 hybrid screen of several hyperviruses, one of the most consistent interactions was between PUL33 and the nuclear anchors protein, PUL31 and PUL34. Therefore, it is possible that PUL33 performs several functions, with terminase-associated PUL33 functioning in encapsidation while capsid-associated PUL33 molecules play a role in capsid nuclear egress. CVSC, PUL17, PUL25, PUL36 The capsid vertex-specific component, or CAVSC, consists of a complex of the human simplex virus 1, PUL17, PUL25 and PUL36 proteins. They bind specifically to the triplexes adjacent to each of the 11 pentons. Five copies of the CVSC form a star-shaped density that extends from the top of the penton to the adjacent triplexes and hexons, and which originally was originally considered to be part of the tegument. This complex was initially discovered in cryo-EM reconstructions of wild-type C capsids where these elongated densities were found on the capsid exterior surrounding the vertices. This density was initially termed the C capsid-specific component CCSC, but it was subsequently observed that this feature is present on reconstructions of A, B and C capsids thus resulting in the more general term CVSC. Initial studies indicated that the complex consisted of PUL17, PUL25. By visualizing GFP tags on PUL25 and PUL17, the location of the two proteins in the complex was determined with PUL25 in the penton distal portion of the molecule and PUL17 occupying the region proximal to 
to the capsid vertex. However, more recent high-resolution reconstructions of Kaposi's sarcoma-associated herpes virus, KSHV, human simplex virus 1, and PRV virus capsids produced a different interpretation. These stu new studies demonstrated that PUL17 is present in the distal part of the CVSC, bridging the triplexes, with the major part of PUL25 occupying a position nearest the pantheon. In addition, these studies demonstrated that the UL36 protein is required for the stable association of the CVSC with the capsid vertices. Evidence supporting this arrangement was demonstrated in cryo-EM reconstructions of capsid isolated from either PUL25 or PUL17 null viruses. In the absence of PUL17, the CVSC density was completely missing, while in the absence of PUL25, the CVSC density that bridges the triplexes was really apparent in central sections for the native capsid. The location of PUL25 in the CVSC was demonstrated by fitting the PUL25 crystal structure into the cryo-EM density maps, which placed the PUL25C terminal domain in contact with two of the Penton VP5 subunits, as well as in contact with PUL36 sitting on top of the Penton. The higher-resolution CVSC maps revealed a group of helices covering the triplex bridge and extending toward the pantheon. Sections through the bundle indicated that it was composed of four five helices, which were predicted to originate from PUL17, PUL25, PUL36. The new organization of the CVSC demonstrated why PUL17 is required for both PUL25 and PUL36 to bind capsids since it bridges the triplexes and serves as the anchor for stable binding, the CVSC to the capsid. The UL25 protein is unique relative to the six other essential DNA encapsidation proteins in that it is not required for cleavage of viral DNA. Analysis of replicated viral DNA from pure L25 mutants revealed that the L-terminus was cleaved correctly while cleavage at the S end of the genome was aberrant or did not occur. Taken together, this data suggests that PUL25 plays a role in capsid stabilization during DNA packaging, not unlike the head completion proteins utilized by double-strand DNA bacteriophage. The UL25 protein is also observed in increasing amounts from procapsids to B, A, then C capsids, and finally variants, further supporting a role in capsid stabilization with increasing amounts of PUL25 added as encapsidation progresses. In addition to its role in capsid stabilization, the UL25 protein may also be important at a late stage of infection.
analysis of an HCV1 mutant with a temperature-sensitive lesion within PUL25 demonstrated a virally uncoating defect at the non-permissive temperature. Another study revealed an interaction between PUL25 and the large togament protein PUL36 at the capsid surface, implicating PUL25 in tagmentation of the viral capsid. The UL17 protein is required for viral DNA cleavage and packaging, and in its absence, only nuclear B capsids are produced. This phenotype is shared with null mutants of the three terminis proteins, PUL15, PUL28 and PUL33. In light of the recent assignments of PUL17 to the triplex bridge density as part of the CVSC, it's interesting to speculate if PUL17 binds to triplexes surrounding the portal vertex where it may be required for the assembly of the portal terminis DNA packaging complex. Model of the HSV DNA packaging the pathway for assembly of the HSV capsid has been described in several previous reviews. The HSV procapsid assembles from several structured proteins, including a scaffold that is product of the UL26.5 gene. The DNA chromosome is incorporated into the procapsid through the ring-shaped portal present at a unique vertex. During infection, the UL15, UL28 and UL33 proteins are translated within the cytoplasm of the infected cell. An initial interaction occurs between PUL28 and PUL33, protecting PUL33 from degradation. The UL15 protein then interacts with PUL28 and this interaction is enhanced by PUL33. The assembled terminase complex of PUL15 and PUL28 and PUL33 localizes the replication centers within the nucleus via the NLS of PUL15. The UL28 protein binds the replicated viral DNA concatenate and scans the DNA for specific sequences. Upon encountering a back-to site in the correct orientation, the endonuclease activity of PUL15 is triggered and cleaves the DNA within an upstream DR1 element. The cleavage generates a free L-terminus for packaging that contains a trunked DR1 element containing a 1-nucleotide 3' overhang. The terminase with bound viral DNA ducts and the PUL6 portal of assembled procapsids in an orientation that positions PUL15 in close proximity to the portal. This interaction activates the DNA translocation function of PUL15 which begins packaging the free L-terminus into the viral capsid in an ATP-dependent manner. DNA packaging also triggers protease activation and subsequent cleavage of the scaffold protein, resulting in procapsid maturation to the major polyhedral form. DNA translocation continues from the L component through the junction and into the S component 
as packaging near completion single-stranded regions with the A sequence of the S component are extruded and the PEC-1 motif is recognized by the PUL28 subunit. This triggers the second DNA cleavage by PUL15, producing an S-terminus containing a single A sequence, followed by a one nucleotide extension of the DR1 element. The freed genome and is packaged and the terminus component subsequently dissociate from the viral capsid, possibly to act in additional rounds of cleavage and packaging. As mentioned earlier, the PUL17 is required for DNA cleavage and packaging and since it binds to the triplex surrounding the pentons, it's likely to be present at the portal vertex. The importance of portal-associated PUL17 for DNA cleavage and packaging is supposed by the following observations. First, PUL17 is found at the capsid vertices on capsids produced from both PUL25 and PUL36, null viruses. And second, the PUL36 null virus produces abundant nuclear DNA containing capsids, while the PUL25 null viruses is defective in packaging but not the cleavage reaction. In addition, PUL25 may also be required at the portal where its function would be to prevent loss of DNA from the capsids after the second cleavage reaction. Again, this is supported by the fact that stable DNA-containing capsids are found with the PUL36 null virus. At some point, during the packaging reaction, PUL25 and PUL36 are added to the capsid vertices to complete the CVSC, informing a capsid that is primed to exit the nucleus. Conclusions and Outlook in summary, additional questions remain regarding the assembly and function of the human simplex virus 1 terminus complex and the role of PUL17 and PUL32 in the DNA packaging reaction. Mass spectroscopy, sucrose density gradient configuration and western blotting analysis all support that the HSV1 terminus complex consists of interacting PUL15, PUL28 and PUL33 subunits. However, questions remain as the stoichiometry of the complex and whether a multimeric com terminase complex is assembled at the portal vertex and how and in what order does the complex interact with DNA and with the portal vertex. Future studies could involve attempting to visualize the terminus complex at the portal vertex and on isolated capsids by cryo-EM and 3D image reconstruction. However, the difficulty resides in determining and aligning the portal vertex of each capsid for the 3D image reconstruction. The ability to purify endogenous terminase complexes represents a critical step towards establishing an in vitro human simplex virus 1 cleavage and packaging system by combining the purified cleavage packaging proteins with capsids, viral DNA and ATP. Such a system would allow for the direct biochemical analysis of purified complexes and the role of individual cleavage packaging proteins in the DNA packaging process.
Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion, review or article you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, pub reading, and let's connect.